So we still do this. Yeah. Right? We're not dead. Like, we still record this on a... On a basis. Yeah. I don't even want to say on a (laughs) semi-regular. We just record it on a basis. Well, you were fucking trapped in Florida for like six months. Oh my god. (laughs) We haven't even... This is the first time we've talked since I even got back is right now on this podcast. Let me tell you about my week, my month really, from (laughs) hell. It was just... I don't want to like... Like, you know, throw a pity party for myself right now, but I'm just gonna lay down the facts. First, my cat got really sick. My cat that I've had for like 15 years back home. And I was like, I'm gonna go home to see him one more time. So I booked a trip home, and then he died two days before Aww. I could get home. So there was that. And I thought to myself, you know what? Um, I'll go home anyway to like see my family. It's been a while. I, was, I needed some time off work anyway. I was so overwhelmed. So I went home. Uh, got stuck there for two weeks, thanks to the fuck-ass hurricane. Um, it was just really, really bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, we didn't, I mean, I was on the East Coast, so really I shouldn't complain, because we got power back after, like, a day, and, like, no one was hurt, nothing was damaged. Um, it wasn't like the West Coast, which got really slammed, or the South. Um, but I was still stuck there, and <laughs> I was stuck with my family, and, uh, it was just, uh, you know, it got real old real fast. <laughs> uh, you can only drink so much Miller Lite for two weeks before you fucking lose your fucking mind. Uh, which I did. <laughs> uh, and I'm back. We're Thank glad to have you God, back. I've never been so glad to be back here. Like, the minute I got on that airplane, I was like, it's all better. Like, it's all good. Love this city. Never leaving. I'm sorry I talked so much shit about CTA. I mean, still fuck you, CTA, but, like, so glad to be back. I'm like, never going back to Florida. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. For real. Fuck it. Um, yeah. How have you been? <clears throat> um... I'm gonna say I've been a, a solid okay. That's been, good, uh, man. Busy. I'm like trying real hard to uh, quit my day job, but you know, mm. people need money to live. Isn't that the worst? Yeah, it's like I have so much other stuff that I'm working on, and it feels great to be like busy and have other stuff, but I'm like, if I didn't have to work, I could mm-hmm. spend more time on my creative pursuits, and that would be really nice. <sighs> America, but unfortunately, baby. we gotta work. Yeah. Capitalism won't let me just have my life. Yeah. Why can't I just... I don't know. Why can't I just do whatever I want all the time? All the I time. I don't understand. And, like, when I was gone for so long, like, that's, like, pretty much my entire vacation's almost gone now. Yeah. Like, I initially took two days off. Oh, my like, God. Sweet. Right. And now I only have, like, two or three days off left. Yeah. That sucks. And I was gonna, like, take a big trip to L.A. for Christmas and do all this stuff, and now I have to, like, reorganize my life and, like beg my boss and yeah. just a lot of fun fun stuff um, <laughs> we love it we love working yeah capitalism baby yes dude we've been gone for so long what has happened in the world yeah i was like trying to think of um what have i been into lately i think bojack horseman dropped a new season always good yeah always really fucking depressing but like yeah. i still watch it you know like well, wait, it's, such it's a- funny but you forget how funny it is because what sticks with you is how fucking like heavy well, it of is. all the shows that like tackle depression which is a few nowadays yeah they do it in the most i don't know like relatable way in that they don't try to tell you everything's gonna be okay yeah because i hate shows that do yeah. that because sometimes it's not okay most of the time it's not um, yeah, yeah, they really capture that kind of, like, self-destructive brand of yes. depression, and also do a really good job of not being, like, 
it's okay for you to treat people like shit because you're just like, yes. you have mental health issues and that's fine. It's yeah. like, that's why Todd says, you have to be better. Yeah. I love that. It's a really, um, yeah, that I think is why I love that show because it is such a, like, empathetic mm-hmm. look at, like, how depression can make you a terrible person, but it doesn't let anyone off the hook. Exactly. And that, so we need more of that. And the, uh, I, just a good show for, uh, voice acting. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, Paul F. Tompkins, we love him here at the Miss, podcast. Okay, Mr. Peanut Butter is perfect. <laughs> and if he and Diane legit break up, I'm gonna be depressed as hell. Spoiler it's like they're alert. always having problems, but I want them to work out they so They need to. Bad. I love them. Uh, it did get weird yeah. there in the middle of the season. <laughs> and I saw everyone talking about it before I had seen it myself, and then yeah. I saw it, and um, yeah, weird. There's been something happening lately in pop culture. Let's just discuss this. Y'all gotta quit fucking things that aren't humans. <laughs> This goes for everyone. This goes for all you it people. This goes for all you... This goes after Guillermo del Toro, because so help me God, if any of y'all go see The Shape of Water this fucking Christmas, and I see any of you lusting after that fish man, I will report you to the Diocese of Chicago and of Earth. Like, church is free. It is. It costs zero dollars. My church. I'm not talking about Scientology. My church is free. It's zero dollars to go and talk to God. So if you out there wanting to fuck clowns, or fish man, or uh, cartoon dogs, seek Christ. <laughs> Mary out. Um, <laughs> there's this big thing now. It's like, oh, let's not fuck humans. And I cannot, I cannot sit idly by and let that just be the topic of conversation. Well, I, I can't believe it. you're being so speciesist on our podcast. Yeah, it's out there. <laughs> I, I am. I am. Get it together. <sighs> Ugh, gross. Uh, I still love Mr. Peanut Butter. PB Living for life. Mm, yeah, yeah, love it. Um, yeah, what else What else is new? Well, the last thing we actually talked about on this podcast in regards mm. to pop culture was that heifer Taylor Swift. Oh, God. And then, like, two days after our podcast came out, she dropped her song. Oh, my God. And she has since dropped another one, so she has two songs out right now. I haven't even heard the second new one, oh, but uh, let me just say my God. about the first one, it's actually so satisfying for me because I listened to it, and I was like, wow, I would hate this song even if I didn't hate Taylor Swift, and that is a yes. good feeling. The song is ass. It's so bad. Like, ass. And her second song is kind of worse than the first one, in mm-hmm. a way. But the first one's so bad because she thinks she's... So, it's Once again, she thinks she's so hot, and honey, you're not. I, I, just, think I listened to that song, and I was like, this song is... This is a Taylor Swift song that's trying to be a Selena Gomez song mm-hmm. that is trying to be a Peaches song. Yes. Oh my god. Nailed it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What... I know we're like a month late to this conversation, but what is her fucking deal? <laughs> what is her deal? What? I made you write that shitty ass song? <laughs> I didn't make you do shit, you old bitch. I've been trying to ignore you for like six fucking years. Like, yeah. <laughs> go away. If you want so badly to be excluded from this narrative, take yourself out of the fucking narrative. Like, oh my God. And her, the video, tragic. Oh my Tragic. God. How dare she appropriate snakes for her fucking <laughs> life? Like, fuck off. This, I cannot stand this bitch. Yeah, that's really annoying to it's be like. so annoying. Mm. Bitch, I'll find a new way to hate you. I'll find something new to call you. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, like, like, like Yeah, it's not like I'm so attached to the snake thing that I, like, even care, but it's just, like, so obnoxious to be like, this is a legitimate, like, criticism that people have of me, but I'm gonna, like, embrace that. You know, like, act yes. like it's some cute little thing. Like, yeah. no, like... I am that white bitch. Yeah, that's like, not... No, you should not be proud of that. Like, that's not shit you should be like, yeah! Well, it's like... I don't understand if she wants us to think she is what she is or not, because... Are you saying, like, yes, I am that racist hoe? <laughs> like, 
yay for you? <laughs> like you're upfront about your horribleness, or <laughs> are you denying it and saying we made you be racist and horrible and untalented? Because, honey, I didn't. And I'm, it's just, it's quite an enigma we have here. <laughs> and judging by the second song she put out, which was so, so, so bad, EDM mess garbage, Oof. we're in for a long haul of this bitch. Oh my album. god, every time she drops a new album, it's so much. Yeah, it's. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have the energy anymore. Honey, I'm old. Strap in. I'm old and tired. <sighs> and I and I, like Taylor Swift was she became a phenomenon when I was in high school. I know, dude. It's been such a long. It's life. been so long. When will I get a break? <laughs> I've been doing this for so long, and I'm tired. Here's why this bitch is also a bitch, and uh, <laughs> because her album doesn't come out till November, right? <sighs> she put her single out like last month or whatever. Um, what this it, what the timing of this of all this indicates is that she's going to be in the limelight for at least the next two years in that <laughs> her single next year is going to qualify for a Grammy so she'll be there and then the following uh, year her album will qualify for a Grammy <sighs> so she's marked off two fucking years of this shit bitch and you know she's gonna be trotting down those damn New York sidewalks like a fucking horse in those heels that she looks like she's 85 feet tall mm. like I don't know bitch we get it you're tall and blonde like congratulitos like I great <sighs> uh, uh. I'm too old <laughs> It's just crazy. Um, have I talked about the video game Hellblade on this podcast yet? I feel like... No. Okay. I don't believe so. Okay. Well, this is a sick-ass video game I've been playing. I think it came out last month. Um, that I have been plugging really hard, because it's not, like, um, from any, like, big game developer, but it's really, really good. You play as, like, a, um, like a Norse warrior who is, uh storming the, like, underworld to free her dead lover's soul. Mm. Um, and it is, like, such a... Like, it's just, like, a good-ass, like, combination, like, battle puzzle game with, like, really good graphics and a really interesting, like, soundscape to it. Um, that's, like, really integral to, like, how you play is, uh, the sound. Because they're, like... But it's also just, like, a really, really fucking interesting look in how, like, um like, mental illness and, like, emotional trauma, like, affect women and how they cope with that, and it's just a really cool thing, because you, like, hear all the voices in this woman's head as you play, and they just kind of, like, whisper around you, and they give you, like, hints for gameplay, Um, but they also just have this really, really relatable and, like, poignant, uh, like, narrative or, like, uh, inner monologue, kind of, except it's not really a monologue, because there's, like, a bunch of different voices, but, like, you can... It's a really not heavy-handed, but really uh, accurate view of, like, how women can kind of, like, internalize blame for, you know, mental illness or for mm-hmm. trauma that happens to them, and, like, how you work through that, and I don't know, I was just, like, so blown away by it, and That's I was cool. like, every man should play this game, because <laughs> they need to understand how, like, women are socialized to, like, think about and cope with trauma, mm-hmm. um, and it was like, I don't know, I was just so in awe of it, like, it's just really excellent. Oh, so, cool. I'm a uh, big gamer, so that's interesting. Yeah, Hellblade, I think it's, um, it's available for, like, Microsoft Desktop or for, like, uh, PS4. It's, like, $30. Yeah. Um, it's good. That's cool. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. The only thing <clears throat> I can think of super lately is, um, 
this dropped, I think, a couple days ago on Netflix, and it's been a while since I sat down and watched something start to finish. Like, I don't like to mm-hmm. binge things because I want to space it out and enjoy it, but yeah. for some reason, I was in the right mindset to do it, and um, I watched this new Netflix show called American Vandal. I have not even heard of this. So, it's a mockumentary sort of send-up mm-hmm. of true crime that, like, making uh-huh. a murderer, the jinx, a little yeah. bit of cereal thrown in there. Um... This was the fucking most enjoyable thing I've watched in so <laughs> long. It was so funny and just a perfect send-up. They're not trying too hard to parody Making a Murderer. Yeah. Like, they're not, they're not like, drawing direct parallels, you know? Yeah. It's little things that are so good. And the premise is um, this kid gets expelled from school for spray-painting dicks on all the, <laughs> all the cars in the faculty parking lot. <laughs> yeah, baby. The hero we don't deserve, exactly. but the hero we need. And... A kid from, like, the school's AV club decides he's going to make a documentary because he thinks that he might not be guilty. Yeah. So it's, like, an an eight-episode series, and it's, like, narrated by this high schooler, filmed by this high schooler and all his friends, and... It was so watchable, just so easy to breeze through and watch, and it kept your attention. And you actually get into the mystery. <laughs> like the first episode, I was like, "Oh, lol, it's a send up of cereal." And by episode four, I was like, "Who drew the dicks?" Like, I, 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 I had to know who drew the dicks. Like it is so good. It's I'm not gonna say it's like hysterical because I didn't laugh out loud a lot. But there's little things that are yeah. high school things that are treated with seriousness. Yeah. So like, there's a whole bit where they discuss. How many whys on hey and a text message indicate wanting to fuck someone? <laughs> He's like, anybody in the history of the world knows two whys means you want to fuck. <laughs> and, but it's like in documentary format. And yeah. they have like charts and like everything. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, it sounds like like um, like something Community would do if it was yes, still on air. Very much like that episode of The Law. I know yeah. the episodes they did. Yeah. But like over the space of eight episodes. Yeah. Very funny. Um, all based around teenagers. Like there's... it's in that mindset, but not in an insulting way. Yeah. Very good. I can't recommend it enough. I wish I'd waited to watch it more because it was so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, real good stuff. I've actually been, like, re-watching Community. Like, not everything, but just, like, the Mm -hmm. highlight episodes. Because it's been a long time, but that show was, like, my fucking life for a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. Um. It was good, man. Yeah, and I'm just re-watching it and being like, oh, wow, this is, like... The closest to nostalgia I'll ever feel, because my past has just been so ass that I don't ever want to, like, romanticize it or think about it, but, like, I miss Community. That show is fucking good. The first, like, three seasons, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. God. Mm. Um, so I, I did something Ooh. Um, in regards to pop culture news. So, season 25 <laughs> of Dancing with the Stars oh. was just announced. <laughs> this show's been on the air since 2005. Wow. So the new cast includes Frankie Muniz and some other other people I forget. (laughs) But I thought it would be fun for us to play a little game. And this game is, has this person been on Dancing with the Stars? (laughs) All right. So I have some real people that have and some people that have not. And you need to figure out, how familiar are you with DWTS? Not at all. Good, this will be fun. Okay. So some of these might get you, some might not. All right. It's quite a history here in 17 years of television, so. Okay. Has this person been on Dancing with the Stars or not? All right. Pamela Anderson. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say no. I feel like I would have heard about it if she had. She was? Ah, fuck. Steve Gutenberg. Um, 
You no. Know, Steve yeah, he uh, was in that episode of Party Down, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the best episode of Party yes. Down. No. Uh, he was. Mm. What the fuck? Okay. All right. Billy Ray Cyrus. No. He was. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Sharon Osbourne. Yes. She was not. Oh my god! I, I have zero for however much. This money. is really fun. This okay. is bananas. Okay. <clears throat> Raven Simone. No. No, she was not. Okay. All right. Patty LaBelle. Yes. She was. All right. Steve Wilkos. I don't know who that is. That's the bodyguard on um, Jerry Springer. I think he has his own show now. You know, Steve, uh, Steve, Steve. Sure. Maybe. I'm sure he was. He was not. Oh, fuck. Farrah Fawcett. No. No. Yeah. No way. Jerry Springer. No. No way. He was. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Very serious. Holy shit. Tucker Carlson. Who's that? The Fox News guy with the bad hairdo. No. He was. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm learning so much. Tiffany New York Pollard. Yes? No. No, she was not. (laughs) She should be. What's the holdup? Yeah. All right. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. There's no way. No, he was not. Okay. Uh, Zendaya. No, she's too good for that. She was. Wow! When? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I didn't write. I should have written down. It must years. have been a while ago. Yeah, before no before she got super yeah. it girl, she yeah. Was, I was yeah. gonna say she's way too famous now. Kim Kardashian. Absolutely not. She was. What? Early seasons, dude. Oh my god! How did I not know that? Rob Kardashian. No, he was. Wow! They <laughs> let Rob on there. They got Rob. Tori Spelling. Yeah. No, she was not. Are you kidding me? Right? Isn't that crazy? It seems very on it brand seems for very her. very on brand for her. All right. Jeff Corwin. Who's that? The animal host, Jeff Corwin. The animal host? Yeah, the animal show, like an animal plant or something. Okay, sure. I'm sure he was. No, he was Wow. <laughs> I could keep going. Wow. Art Garfunkel. No! No, he wasn't. <laughs> no! I wanted you to say yes. So. Um... The, okay, Diane Amos is her name, but you know her better as, that's the power of Pine Saw, baby. Aww, uh, no. No, she wasn't. (laughs) Damn it. Um, Bill O'Reilly. Yes. No, he wasn't. Oh, God. Gavin DeGraw. Who's, who's that? He had that song, Oh, Chariot. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. What was that one song he had? Um, I forget, but that guy. (laughs) Um, yes. Yes, he was. Let's see here if I can get you. John Heater, a.k.a. Napoleon Dynamite. No. No, he was not. No. There was no way. Too good. <laughs> Nikki Blonsky from Hairspray. Oh, yeah, she had to have. No. But really? You, you know she's yeah, waiting, she would want She's to. waiting on that phone she call. She probably <laughs> wants it too bad, and that's why they won't give it to her. Yeah. Let's see. Tony Braxton. No. She was. Really? Yeah. Holy fuck. Uh, Bill Nye. Yes, he was, right? Yes, he was. Not too long ago. I think I remember that. Rick Perry, the politician. No. Yes, he was. What? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Daniel Powder. Yeah. He was not. Wow. (laughs) See, I got some good ones. I miss that guy. (laughs) He had a bad day. Uh, let's see. Leah Remini. Queen Leah Remini. Uh, I want to say no, but I'm going to say yes. She was. Okay. Yeah. 
Let's see if I ran the gamut here. Um, Vivica A. Fox. Yes. Yes, she was. Steve-O from Jackass. Oh my god, yes. Yes, he was. <laughs> um, was that all of them? Um, let's see here. Um, Rob Thomas. No. No, he was not. <laughs> no. Okay, last one, I'm pretty sure. Um, Debbie Harry. No! No, she wasn't. No! She would never! Well, you say that, and then flipping Zendaya was there, and, you know. Debbie yeah. Harry would never. Wasn't that fun? That was fun. <laughs> I feel like I learned a lot just now. Just, I was going down the list, and I was like, this is bonkers. <laughs> this is bonkers! But, yeah, shout out to Dancing with the Stars. I'm still mad David Ross lost. So. <laughs> Burn in hell. Thank you all. <laughs> So, real quick, Cubby's Corner. Just want to say, the Cardinals can suck my dick from the back. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> all right. Um, so, why don't you tell the people what movie we watched? Well, 300 years ago. A long time ago. Back when we did this podcast. Um, there was a... I saw a headline. I forget what publication or website or whatever it was that did this list of the greatest comedies of all time. Mm-hmm. And number one was Some Like It Hot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what a great excuse to watch this and decide for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, Some Like It Hot from 1959, starring Marilyn Monroe, Jack Lemmon, um, what's his name? Tony Curtis. Mm-hmm. So, we watched it. Yes. Yes. Have you seen it before? No. Me neither. Cool. We're both fresh to this. Uh, I don't know. Immediate thoughts? Um, this movie is really hard for me to process, because there were some things I really liked about it, but some things that really turned me off. Same. I think for the most part, I was pretty bored during most of this. Yeah, I would not put this on a list of greatest comedies of no, all time. No, I didn't, I didn't laugh. Like... Yeah, no, it was not that funny. It, no, like, you're putting this shit up against, like, Hot Rod? Are you talking about best comedies of all time? Yeah, and not like, even, like... And it's not even that, like, uh, I don't like the screwball comedy. Because yeah, no. I can watch some dumbass comedies yeah. and get really into them. Um, I just don't think it was that funny. It was. There's no jokes. There's no, like... the Well, here's the joke... Is that two men are dressed as women. Oh, hilarious. That's the only joke. Yeah, and I think we've moved on as a society. Like, Thank God. Well, some of us have. Yeah. Um, there's nothing inherently funny about, like, cross-dressing. Yeah. Like, clothes are fucking a projection. Like, wear whatever you want. None yeah. of that is inherently hilarious There needs to, to be, like, a deeper joke or point going on. Mm-hmm. Because, just for example, I love Tootsie, starring our man Dustin Hoffman. That's the entire plot of that movie. I love that movie. Um, I'll go out on a limb here and say Summer Heights High. <laughs> I'm a big fan, and a part of that is Jemay, and that's Chris Lee Dress. But that's girl. like character work. Yeah, it's character like, work. Jemay is an incredible yeah, character. character. It's not about a dude being in a dress. Yeah, exactly. But that's the entire point of this movie is yes. they're dressed as women. LOL. There's, they're wearing makeup, and yeah. it's just like... And they're like voices. I'm yeah. like, it's just not funny. Yeah. It's not even like a, I'm offended, it's not funny. I'm just like, just straight off the top, it's just not funny. Yeah. Like, it's just... Um, and, and, like, I get why this would play well in 1959. Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. But in 2017, anyone putting this on a list of best comedies in the year 2017 is just, like, up their own ass and trying to seem, like, cool with all their vintage movies or whatever. Guys, it's not that fucking funny. It's not. Not today. Like... Um, and, you know... 
I'm sure it was fucking hilarious in 1959 when everyone was a fucking dumbass idiot. <laughs> um, but in 2017, this is not that funny, and it does not deserve to be on any Mm-mm. list of best comedies. Um, but there were parts of it that I found really charming, particularly Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Um, who was incredible. And this is the fr- Well, we saw her for, like, a brief second mm-hmm. in um, All About Eve. Eve. Yeah. Like, for two seconds. This and we, her- lo- we loved her then. Yeah. This is our first starring role for her, watching her in our podcast. Yes. And, um, interesting in that this wasn't her first big role. Yeah. In fact, her, she did the seven-year itch beforehand with Billy Wilder. That was mm-hmm. her big breakout. Yeah. So whenever she, this movie happened, Billy Wilder was kind of surprised that she wanted this kind of role, because it isn't really about her. It's more yeah. about the guys. It's not about yeah. her. So they were shocked she wanted the role at all. So it's an interesting look at her in this movie, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Um, um, she's just, like, like, I hate sitting around and, like, talking about women's attractiveness, but she's just so stunningly beautiful. It's impossible to not, like, yeah. be struck by. Like, every time there's just, like, a close-up on her face, I'm just like, holy fuck. How did that happen? And you know what's crazy is that she was so fucked up making this movie. Really? It was in that bad period where she yeah. was, like, on pills, and it was crazy, like, fucked up shit. Um, apparently, allegedly, it took 47 takes for her to get that one part right where she goes, it's me, sugar. Oh. It took her, like, 47 times, but oh she kept God. going, like, it's sugar, me, it's me, it's sugar. Like, she kept saying it wrong, and they were like, bitch, get it together. Oh, wow. And her husband, the playwright, Arthur Miller, was there being mm. kind of um, manager yeah. the whole time, you know, and it was a big old mess kind of thing for uh, her. I didn't get really into that research, because that would yeah. take me too long. And that's also depressing. It is very depressing. But, I mean, you couldn't tell on camera in yeah. the, the final cut. I mean... She was great. And, and it sucks because they... Her character is just... Like, this movie is so clearly written by men. Oh, That's yeah. another thing. Is that, like... I just want to... Like, she just... She deserves... Sugar deserves so much more. And she willingly settles for, like, yeah. some fucking liar dumbass. Let's discuss this. This is kind of the plot of the movie. Yeah. Because if you haven't seen it, which, I don't know. I don't know a lot of people have, really. Yeah. Um... So there's Joe and Jerry, that's Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon. Um, they are, like, struggling musicians. They always are trying to find jobs in bands around the city, mm-hmm. whatever. They're working somewhere, and they accidentally witness, like, a mafia massacre, basically. Like, a bunch of people die at the hands of the mop, and they yeah. witness it. So they have to kick rocks and get the fuck out of town. Yes. And the only way they can do this <laughs> is by dressing in drag and uh, pretending to be women in an all-women band. Makes tra- sense. Traveling to Florida. Who hasn't been there? <laughs> um, so uh, Jerry disguises himself as Daphne. He gets really into it. Yes. He gets really into it. Um, and, like, good for him, you know? And, <laughs> and, like, we should maybe explore that a little bit more we'll instead get into that. of, like... <laughs> I don't know. Joe kind of goes more boring with it. He goes with Josephine. Yeah. And um, All right, buddy. That's uninspired. Yeah. So, of course, they are on the train to the Miami with the band. Of course, they meet Sugar. That's Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she's like, you know, hot to trot, um, TNA everywhere. Yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, they fall in love with her, etc. And it becomes a bit of a competition. But then it kind of branches out, and it's more about Joe and yeah. her. And Jerry, aka Daphne, is kind of off doing his own thing. Yeah. Let's, um, I want to get into this because, in regards to Bitch You're Gay, mm-hmm. let's yes. just get this straight off yeah. the bat. Bitch You're Gay. Um, Joe and Jerry. 
Yeah. That was my immediate thought. And even in the very beginning of the movie, they kind of make some stupid jokes about it, don't they? Yeah. It, or, like, <laughs> illusions or whatever. I don't know. It's 100... Like, every man in this movie is, like, probably gay. Yeah. Like, everyone. I mean, they're, like, best friends, like, traveling together, like, um, they... Little light in their loafers kind of situation. Yeah. Um... That was my immediate thought, bitch, you're gay. Yeah. And they really don't... I mean, shockingly, in 1959, they mm. don't touch on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. But then it takes a different turn. Bitch, you're gay. Yeah. And then it gets, like, um, like gay for comedy, you know? Because, mm-hmm. um... What's it? Jerry, in costume as Daphne... Daphne. Ca- catches the eye of a Osgood. wealthy gentleman. Um, and... It seems, and it's like played for laughs, but the more that he spends time with this man, the more he seems to kind of like just be okay with it. Yeah. To the point where at one point he's just like, I'll just stay in character as a woman and marry this guy for the money. Like, that's fine, right? Yeah. I can do like, that. He comes home, um, Osgood has proposed to him or whatever, and he's like legitimately ecstatic. Yeah. It's like he's a, it's like he's Maria in West Side Story <laughs> dancing around the room. <laughs> Like, shaking maracas, and he's like, I'm getting married! <laughs> and then it becomes this big... It was, it was very weird. Um, yeah. Yeah! It was strange, because there are parts of it that were almost progressive. Yeah, exactly! And then... And then but then also, it was like, this is all being played for laughs, though, so, mm-hmm. like... I don't know, but it was it was very weird. And at one point, Joe was just like, "You can't like there are laws against that. There are customs." And yeah. he's just like, "So, it's like, what what guy wants to marry a guy?" Yeah, and I'm like, it's like, mm, I'm sure, honey. I'm, yeah, I'm honey. sure, Tony Curtis. I'm sure you knew, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, weird. There's that that whole scene. There's like a back and forth scene between Joe and Sugar, mm-hmm. and. Jerry and Osgood, yes. the millionaire. It's uncomfortable on two sides here. <laughs> so, um, Joe, aka Josephine, mm-hmm. becomes really enamored with Marilyn Monroe, Sugar. A lot of names to throwing around. <laughs> Bear with us here. And um, she straight up says at one point, like, I'm I'm done with these like musicians. Like they're all trash. I keep getting like fucked over. Yeah. I'm just gonna go to Florida and find like a nice old man and I chill the fuck out. Yeah. So what does he do? Of course he deceives her. Yes. As just one does. Yes. <laughs> and um he dresses as like an older, like bespectacled dude like she said she was interested in. Yeah. And g- catches her eye. Mm-hmm. And what he does is <laughs> so weird and uncomfortable. He straight up pretends to be impotent. Yeah. And he's like, mm, I think you need to, like, help me figure... Like, I don't know, just, like... Yeah. Kind of baits her into being like, no, like, I can make your dick work. Watch me. Literally. He's, like, laying on the couch, and he's like, it just, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm just so heartbroken. Like, the doctors say it'll never work again. Yeah. And she's just being egged on and on, like, no, I can make it work. And she, like, plies him with champagne and, like, starts, like, making out with him, and it's just, like, really... Un- I... I- yeah, it's... I get the joke, but it's, it's not, fun, not to watch. fun to watch. Yeah. Unco- and then, so that that scene is interspliced with the scene of Daphne mm-hmm. and Osgood dancing the tango at the club. And I almost pulled up this clip, but it wouldn't play well um, on the oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah you kind of need to, like, see it. But yeah, there's, um, there's like a... Yeah, it's just like a bunch of weird, uncomfortable shit that's a supposed to maybe be funny, but just really isn't in the year of our Lord 2017. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a little rough. It was weird, and I mean, once again, we get to that same plot point that has been in movies throughout the history of time, 
and plays and stories from forever where, like, Marilyn Monroe... Okay, okay. So, Joe is hanging out with Jerry in the room, so they're, like, not in disguise right away. Mm -hmm. Um, They're talking to each other. And then Marilyn Monroe knocks on the door... So Joe dives in the bed and covers himself up. Covers himself up so she yeah. won't see him. Yeah, but she can see his face. Yeah, and she still doesn't know it's him. Yeah, it. Just, how does this happen in movies and stories throughout time? How dumb are we as a society? And also, Marilyn Monroe, like Sugar as a character, is so dumb. Well, of course, that it is just like yeah. heartbreaking because she Marilyn is so beautiful and charming and has such like a magnetism to her, and they just make her the dumbest bitch alive. Yeah. They're just like, who's the dumbest person you know? Let's make her even dumber than that. Let's jump to Review Rewind, because it sort of touches on that. Um, The New York Times um, had a review from somebody named A.H. Weiler. Mm -hmm. And... Okay, sorry, I got distracted. (laughs) Okay. And... Everyone sort of the time loved this movie. It made it continues to be a hit, as we discussed earlier. Um, but this review is interesting because some of the critique are some of the ones we have, but then it gets kind of gross. Here's what I'm talking about. In this overlong, occasionally labored, but often outrageously funny series of variations on an ancient gag, <laughs> they have come up with a rare rib-tickling lampoon that should keep everyone chortling with glee. Um, so, yeah, overlong, very labored. And he mentions the flimsy framework. This mm-hmm. is again that it's too long. I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's too. Uh, this is a very simple plot. that should not take that long. Yeah, yeah. The, a very simple plot with like three jokes. Yeah, exactly. that are like why repeated. Is it, yeah, over why is it and two hours and over? It's, yeah, yeah. This is the part that like was like ugh. Really, we have not changed in society. Yeah. Quote. As the hands somewhat simple singer ukulele player Miss Monroe, whose figure simply cannot be overlooked, Ugh. contributes more assets than the obvious ones to this madcap romp. Oh my god. Wow, there's more than just a pair of tits. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> no wonder she was so fucking miserable in her life. That's yeah. all you saw in her. Fuck. Like Um, I wanna play this uh clip that's kind of our introduction to uh Sugar. Yes. Just cause I don't know. I I think that um, if you were to watch this movie, and I wouldn't say that you need to, but if you were going to, this would be, like, Marilyn Monroe would be the reason to watch it. Like, her performance. She's drinking alcohol, which is illegal at the time this movie is set in. That's God. Us. And I'm Daphne. And uh, this is uh, uh, Joe Zavine. Oh, God. Hello. I'm Sugar Cane. Hi. Sugar Cane? Yeah, I changed. It used to be Sugar Kowalczyk. You're Polish? Yes. I come from this musical family. My mother is a piano teacher. My father was a conductor. Where did he conduct? On the Baltimore and Ohio. Oh. I play the ukulele and I sing, too. Sings, too? <laughs> well, I don't have much of a voice, but then... This isn't much of a band, either. I'm only with him because I'm running away. Running away from what? Oh, don't get me started on that. Hey, you want some? It's very I'll take a rain check. <laughs> I want you to think I'm a drinker. I can stop any time I want to, only... I don't want to, especially when I'm blue. We understand. All the girls drink. It's just that I'm the one that gets caught. Story of my life. <laughs> I always get the fuzzy end of the lollipop. 
everything straight? I'll say. <laughs> we'll see you around, girl. Bye, sugar. Anyway, that's sugar for you. Yeah. Just like this sad kind of like... Getting the fuzzy end of the lollipop. Yeah, and you just feel bad for her. And then people just keep lying to her and like taking advantage of her. And the fact that she's been lied to and taken advantage of so many times makes the end of this movie make no sense. And it's, yeah, it's so it, depressing. Um, I might just actually play the clip that we have because it kind of... Sure. It's wild on a bunch of levels. Yeah. Yeah. None of those no good nicks you keep running away from. I know, every time. Sugar, do yourself a favor. Go back to where the millionaires are. The sweet end of the lollipop, not the coleslaw in the face, the old socks and the squeezed out tube of toothpaste. That's right, pour it on. Talk me out I call Mama. She was so happy she cried. She wants you to have her wedding gown. It's white lace. Yeah, Oscar, I can't get married in your mother's dress. She and I, we are not built the same way. We can have an altar. Yeah, I know you don't. I'm good to level with you. We can't get married at all. Why not? Well, in the first place, I'm not a natural blonde. Doesn't matter. I smoke. I smoke all the time. I don't care. Well, I have a terrible past. For three years now, I've been living with a saxophone player. I forgive you. I can never have children. We can adopt some. But you don't understand, Osgood. Oh, I'm a man. Well, nobody's perfect. And that's the big line from this movie that is supposed to be the funniest shit that's yeah. ever happened in cinema. It continues to make, make lists of, like, best movie lines of all time. Oh, he's bisexual, maybe? Uh, wow, real fucking hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, that's fine. Yeah, like great. Like, but it doesn't. It doesn't make sense that sugar like goes back. It makes no sense. Oh yeah, and There's he's like no development of character for yeah. anyone. Yeah, anyone. I'm a liar, and I lied to you. And she's just like, yeah, I know. You like, were just saying you wanted more out of life, that you wanted to be with someone better. And she's like, yeah, I know. But you know what? It's fine. I'll just continue doing what I've been doing that hasn't been working for me. It's cool. <laughs> And they're on the run, by the way. Yeah. So there's another tr- trouble. Like, that's that's just, you know. It just... I mean, I hate to be the person that's like, it doesn't make sense. Why would she do that? But, like... It doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense. Why would she do that? <laughs> Why? Uh, it would be different if, like, you know, uh, Joe, like, sort of turned some new leaf and was doing something crazy, like, good or something. But he's not. No yeah. one is. Yeah. The closest he gets to, like, uh, showing any kind of, like growth is just admitting that he's a liar. Mm-hmm. But he, he's not like, I'm gonna be better, or like, I'm sorry. He doesn't even apologize. He it's, just says, like, dude, I've been lying to you this whole time. And she's just yeah. like, yeah. It's like Todd Chavez says, you have to be better. <laughs> you can't just say your shit. You have to do better. Yeah. Like, come on, people. So, yeah. we discussed bitch, you're gay. Yeah. And, okay, okay, so, do you think there's fit for this? Oh, of course. I do, too. 100%. Right? And my immediate thought was, there's going to be so much Joe Jerry fic, because yeah. that's clearly the one to do. Yeah. 
Would you believe me if I told you there's none? Really? On, at least on AO3. What are the pairings for this Do movie? Do you know what the huge pairing is for this movie? Oh my god, what is it? It's Osgood and Daphne. Yeah, of course it is. Oh. <sighs> like, <sighs> I get it, but... Are you guys all so boring? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> guys. Come on. <laughs> the fandom for this movie is that basic. Like the, Actually, I believe that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on AO3, there's only, like, 20 fix that I saw. Yeah. But, like, 98% of them were Daphne and Osgood. <sighs> okay. There was a couple that was, um... There was a couple that was Joe and Sugar, which... Yeah, like, yeah. Boring. Yeah, that's even... That somehow was even more boring. Yeah. But uh, there was none... For Joe and Jerry. Wow, Isn't that's that crazy? Wild. Yeah. If I was going to read anything from this movie, which I would not want to, but if I was going to, it'd be them. Yeah. And there's none. You continue to disappoint me every day, internet. <laughs> the choices you make and who you want to fuck all the time. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, that is... That's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, So I started to count how many women talk in this movie, but I actually lost count because there's a lot of women in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it does pretty much revolve around the two men. It's still very outrageously misogynist. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, this movie is, like, a horrible, like, just... Yeah. Just, like, combination of every stupid man's fucking dumbass fantasy about yeah. women. Yeah, um, And fucking basic, regressive ideas of what's funny. Mm-hmm. Like... It's a train wreck of a screenplay. Oh, let's God. be clear. Yeah. Uh, but there are a lot of women in this movie who mm-hmm. talk and have personalities, mm-hmm. and and that's cool. Um, I guess. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> I, I guess. ladies. Um, so, and they're all white, so of course. Yeah. So like, also there's that. Um, a little bit of trivia. This movie was. Um, they chose to shoot it in black and white. This mm-hmm. was... They had color film back then, but they chose to shoot it in black and white. Do you know why? Because it's set in, like, the 1920s or whatever? No. Oh. Because Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis looked unacceptably grotesque <laughs> in color. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Um, this movie got... That's so funny. Yeah, right? Uh, this movie got six nominations at the Oscars. It didn't... Oh! Win, it won, like, costume design, but it didn't win anything major because Ben-Hur won everything, which... Like The Godfather, it's going to take a long time for me to want to watch that, because it's like 18 hours long. I know. I Yeah. I mean... My parents made me watch that when I was, like, a child, and I ugh. just... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I do not want to. Um, but yeah, Ben-Hur won, like, a thousand fucking awards. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything else I wrote here. Uh, this was the final nail in the coffin for the Hayes Code to finally take effect. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. This is a very sexy movie, and yeah. there's the cross-dressing thing going on, homosexual overtones, mm-hmm. etc. Very sexy with Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And finally, everyone was like, that's enough, you fucking hooligans. <laughs> Me, back in the day. That's enough. <laughs> um, and they were Time like... Time to put God back in cinema. <laughs> exactly. Literally, the Roman Catholic Church was like, enough! <laughs> it's my people. And um, they shut that shit down. So the Hayes Code is a big thanks to this film. Wow. And what a way to go out, like, lame. Like, yeah, yeah. We could have done better. If you're gonna, I mean, like... Yeah, you could have really blown some shit up. Yeah, like, 
the, like, for example, I'm so 2017 that in the scene whenever Marilyn Monroe is trying to seduce or get his dick working, I was like, yeah. touch his dick! <laughs> She's just making out with him. I'm like, honey, that's not gonna do anything. You gotta yeah. touch it. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, take your top off. Like, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she does have some yeah. very sexy outfits yes. in this movie, though. Like, very revealing. I was like, yeah. all right, girl. So these like backless uh, sheer dresses with like mm-hmm. glitter over the titties. Yeah, <laughs> it was hot. Yeah. Um. So really, the main point of this movie, the entire theme, we really didn't care for. So, do you think this movie could be even be rebooted? Um. Because I don't know if they not. Could. Yeah, in 2017, I can't think of a way to do mm-hmm. this that would not be wildly offensive and yeah. and just like stale and like not an Adam Sandler comedy you know like oh god you know like you yes, could you see Adam Sandler and, like, like Kevin James yeah, yeah. <laughs> thinking they're so funny oh god yeah no yeah I'm gonna say like no thanks but I would be interested in a discussion of uh, who do we think is 2017's Marilyn Monroe Whew. Well, you know, Lindsay Lohan just woke up from a dead sleep somewhere right now <laughs> that, we, that we said that. Um, Sorry, girl. It's <laughs> not you. I don't even know, because... I, because celebrity nowadays is so disposable, and it's like every couple of years we just flow through a new one. So yeah. I can't begin to think of anybody that... Yeah, do we have, like, a number one troubled starlet, you know? Um, well, I mean, you could say it's Lindsay Lohan, but... But she doesn't have the career that Marilyn yeah, Monroe yeah. had at all. She could have. Yeah. Um, I see. I don't know. Yeah, everything's so disposable nowadays, and like, if she were more high profile, I would say uh, Alicia Vikander, because I know she has like pill problems, and also she's like hmm. a great actress who's very conventionally beautiful. Um, but I don't think she she has enough attention. You know, she's not in the tabloids enough. Yeah, and Marilyn Monroe's whole thing was sex appeal. I don't yeah. really think Alicia Vikander. Yeah, I think that. you're right. I mean, she's a little yeah. Like Megan Fox, dead ass, has a Marilyn Monroe tattoo. Yeah, I mean, you could. Oh, I like, could see that. Maybe if she were maybe like a better actress. Yeah. Which, Maybe. like, no offense to Megan Fox stands out there. Yeah. I have quite a few friends that are Megan Fox stands. And she I, seems cool. She's fine, I yeah. guess. I, I mean, sure. I'd like, love to she, grab a drink with her sometime. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, yeah in, in 2017, don't... No one try to reboot this movie. No one try to do this. But I would like to see... A, I mean... The whole concept of an all-female band going, yeah. going down to Miami, and the lead is like on the ukulele. That's really cute and yeah. fun. Someone, oh, do, yeah. someone take that and run with it. Yeah, <laughs> you could do something way better with that. Concept. Yeah, like Paul Thetis, take that and run with it. Do something. Yeah, that would be f- yeah. a nice, fun little comedy. So, and you can throw some uh, running away from crime or something. Yeah, and, you know, that's just cute. not any like cross-dressing, or, like, it's funny when people are maybe gay. <laughs> like, God. I read, like, the whole, the final line with the nobody's perfect. Apparently yeah. that was a placeholder line. And they were like, until we find something better, we'll do that. And they didn't find anything better. Which, like, yeah, because that shit sucks. I mean, like, that's not... Yeah. <sighs> um, what was one thing I wanted to, to talk about with, uh, Marilyn Monroe? So, like, a lot of people use Marilyn Monroe's this weird thing of, like, Oh, in the 1950s, 
uh, they liked curvy women, and now we don't oh my like God. curvy women yes. exist. And I Let's just want to say, this. one, Marilyn Monroe, I feel like, one, she just has, like, a perfect hourglass. Like, she, yeah. she's, like, yeah, size larger than most yeah. celebrity women yeah. are or were. Um, but she wears it. She's, like, um, what's her name? Ashley Graham, I think, is that, like, supermodel who's, yes. like, technically plus size, but yes. still has a perfect hourglass oh, shape. Yeah. She oh, just yeah. has a large ass and large boobies. Yeah. And a beautiful, <laughs> perfect face. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Yeah. It's like, where, like, yeah, technically she's bigger, but she still carries it in the way that is considered, yeah. uh, c- like, acceptable. That performative femininity thing. Yeah. yeah. And she has just the most angel-crafted face mm-hmm. to ever exist that I'm like... Calm down, people. Like, Marilyn Monroe is wonderful. We love her. But the fact that she was accepted is not some kind of sign that, like, the 1960s were more body positive or anything like that. Because look at the way fucking Melissa McCarthy is treated nowadays. Yeah. I mean, that... Yeah, that's such the... It means nothing. And also, every single other woman in this movie was, like, skinny as a rail. Yeah. Like, it was not, like, things were different back then. Yeah. It's like, no, no, Marilyn Monroe was just slightly larger in a way that we considered acceptable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Call stop me, talking yeah. about it. Call me when someone like Apple or Pear Shape becomes like the hot new thing, then yeah. we'll fucking figure it out. But yeah, no. That's the stupidest shit. I hate that shit. Yeah. Ugh. God. Fuck you. <laughs> Not you. But, uh, you know, universal you. Yeah. I feel like we've been like very negative about this movie, and rightfully so. Oh, but yeah. I, I want to say that like, it had I charms. genuinely... Um, the women in this movie were delightful to watch, mm-hmm. especially Marilyn Monroe. An incredible mm-hmm. performance. And and I just love watching her. Um, so, like, if you wanted to watch something, I don't know. Like, I would say it would be worth watching for that if you're curious. If yeah. you're already, like, I want to see this movie. Like the mythos ahead. of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, but I would never... I would never be like, you know what is a really great comedy that everyone should see? Uh, Some Like It Hot. No. 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 Also, why was it called that? Um, it's, it's a line that, um... Oh, is it? Fucking... I watched it so face? long ago, I don't Joe remember. says, um, when... Oh, uh, Marilyn Monroe is talking... She's trying to impress him because he's, like, in costume as the fake millionaire guy or whatever. Mm. And, um... She's like, oh, uh, here's the kind of music that I like. And he's like, oh, that, you know, uh, I guess some like it hot, because he's talking about, like, how he likes, I guess, slower music or whatever. But it's, like, such a weird line to pick as the title of the movie. I mean, it is catchy. Yeah. I mean. Um, let's just play this clip that I have of, uh, Joe in character as Junior, the, the millionaire. Yes, the impotent millionaire. Yeah. Daphne 
sad story about a girl who went to Bryn Mawr. She squealed on her roommate, and they found her strangled with her own bezier. Yes, we have to be very careful whom we pick for a roommate. Why does he sound like Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life? I know, like, what is this voice that he's doing? What is that voice? It's, yeah, it sounds like a low-pitched Rocco. Weird. <laughs> and she's never seen you, Joe, so you don't even have to go in costume. You can just be yourself. Yeah. Like, what a waste of... Now you're juggling three personas, idiot. I mean, I get it, madcap comedy, but, like, stupid. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that she decides that she wants to be with him in the end is even more bananas by the fact that she's never interacted with him as himself ever she has interacted with him as josephine or as junior Mm -hmm. never as joe yeah tragic (laughs) yeah no until he kisses her as josephine which like yeah crazy it's just yeah I mean, this, the, the movie, this movie yeah. is so much. It has its charms, but it's too long and messy, and there's no, like, redeeming character And it's arc. not that funny. Oh, it's not. It really isn't. No, it's not. It's just, like, uh, you know, fast-paced, but that's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, I just think that it's, like, it's so lazy. They just 100% rest on the visual gag of having these men dressed up as women. That's yeah. 100% the entire uh, basis for the comedy of this movie. Um, and we can do better, and we have done better. And that, I don't know. I think, yeah. I'm glad that we're on the same page. Yeah. Because I, was, I felt like I was being gaslighted when I read all these, like, reviews of this movie, calling it <laughs> the funniest comedy ever, or, like putting it on these lists of the funniest comedies ever. I was like, who, what? Am I crazy? Like, it's not... Yeah, no, no. I know I'm not crazy. No, you're not. Yeah. Well, you know, I even hesitate to say, like, you know, see you next week, because who knows what fuck-ass shit is gonna get in our way. Yeah. But gonna try our damn hardest. Yeah. And we're watching the Emmys tonight. Hell yeah, baby. So, we'll have thoughts on that. Yeah. Next. I love getting angry about things that do not matter. It is my number one passion in life. <laughs> it's all I'm good for. Well, this was a fun way to slap back to reality. Yeah. Oop, there goes gravity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in again. Uh, <laughs> subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Yes. Um, Give us suggestions. Yeah, suggest movies to us. And, yeah, that's it. We love you. Bye. I want to be loved by you, just you, nobody else but you. I want to be loved by you, alone, boop-boop-be-doo. I want to be kissed by you, just you.